Pastor Albert Pendarvis, the old trailblazer, coming to you on another study from God's Word. And uh, let me give you our mailing address. It's Radio Missions, Post Office Box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. We've been bringing you some series of studies on Satan, the God of this world, and we're looking today at Satan's age-long message. We have several more of these studies to bring in. I pray that the Lord is blessing your heart. We want to get back into our study this morning. We were speaking about Satan, about him being an old liar, yes, in our last study. Much so-called preaching of the Word or the Gospel today is so warped and twisted. I hear these uh, radio preachers and TV preachers sometimes, and I hear what they say, and uh, I'm reminded of the story one time our late pastor told. This old man died out in the country, and uh, and uh, old farmer, old plantation owner, and he had an old uh, slave that had been with him many, many years. And so anyhow, he uh, he died, and the preacher came, and the old slave was standing back in the back of the room there. And the man went on and on and on and on about the old man, what he did, who, how gracious he was, and all this, and about he was going to heaven, and how long he'd been preparing for the journey and all that. So after the service was over, the old old uh Moe's come up to the front. He said, I just wanted to see for sure if that was my master there in that coffin because he didn't sound anything like him. He said, I never heard him talking about going to be with the Lord. No, I never heard him. And that's what we hear today, my friend. Preachers eulogizing folks at funerals. And I believe they eulogize them in their Sunday morning service. They're just, uh, uh, just rocking them to sleep in the lap of Satan. I do. I don't ever hear anyone on the radio or the TV say, wake up, folks. Wake up. You're going to hell. <clears throat> that's what we do here to radio missions. I tell my folks, wake up. Wake up. Get your head out of the sand or out of the cloud or wherever it is. You, you, you're on the road to hell as straight as a martin is to his gourd, and you better wake up. Satan has you blinded, bound down. You're serving the God of this world, which is Satan. That's right. But listen, the average hearer does not know what to believe today on the radio and the TV. First, Second Peter says in 3.16, all as, as also Paul in all of his epistles, speaking of them, speaking in them of, the th- of these things in which, are, in which are some things hard to be understand, which, uh, which, they are, which they that are unlearned, I'll get it straight in just a moment, which they that are unlearned and unstable rest as they do, also, listen, other scriptures, unto their own destruction. So we see Satan's attack resulted first uh, in doubt, then in unbelief, and then followed by confusion, disobedience, and at last, rebellion. Did you know every sinner outside of God, outside of the Lord, is in rebellion against God? God had to drive them from the Garden of Eden out into the open field. That's right. To till the ground. That's right. The curse. In the next place, let's notice Satan's threefold appeal in leading men to rebel against God. Now, that's Satan's trump card, according to Genesis 3, 6. And when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, this this is the lust of the flesh. That's right. Satan's first appeal was to the lust of her flesh. She saw that it was good for food. This is Satan's appeal today. He appealed to the body appetite. And also being taught in the newspaper and the schoolroom and all, and even in our pulpit, that every emotion, every desire of the human heart, the human body is natural and it ought to be satisfied. I heard yesterday on the radio a leading psychologist who has a radio show every day 
uh, brought out a picture, brought out a story from the American Psychological Association that they have determined now that there's no harm in a in a in a grown person having uh, sex with a with a, a member of the family. Said, in fact, they believe now that it does good. They believe there's some some good quality. Can you believe that, my friend? I like to fell over in my seat. This woman was just taking them for a skinning. And the legislature in the state of Alaska have uh, gone on record and passed a resolution condemning that society for, for putting such garbage out in their, in their monthly magazine. And listen, folks, do you think we're on the toboggan slide to hell? Do you think Satan's in the, in the driver's seat? That's right. That's right. He's, he, he's in the driver's seat. All of these things, they've been uh, it's talking, leading to this uh, promiscuous sex, they call it, common law marriages. I see where about 60% of our folks uh, who are living together are not married. I read the columns in the paper where the babies are born occasionally, and I see that they were born to so-and-so this and so-and-so that. And they're not Mr. and Mrs. any longer. No, that's right. That's exactly right, my friend. That's right. That's where we are. We are in the dregs of society. Why? Because of this nation that we're living in has been fooled by Satan. We have a drunken nation of men and women making their heads smokestacks. That's right. And all of it has led to the policy that we must not deny our young people the opportunity of having a good time, have the sex clubs, all the nightlife, the sex perversion. The prevalent sin today is a sin of fornication in both the pulpit and the pew as well as in the world. That's right, my friend. All of this is under Satan's dominant domain. Then she, speaking of Eve, said she saw that it was pleasant to the eyes. Now, this is Satan's appeal through the lust of the eyes. I've mentioned to you several times uh, that, the, that the casino boats and the gambling boats all here in the south, Louisiana, Mississippi, wherever they are, out there in Las Vegas, Reno, they make them attractive to the eye. They make them appealing to the eye. That's why the, the, uh, the, the harlots and the prostitutes make themselves appealing to the eye in their dress, in their walk, in their fashion. All of those things because Satan, through the lust of the eyes, listen now, he's made sin to look pleasant. Now, if you'll just take your hand, head out of the sand this morning, if you'll just uh, come down now and, and, uh, and you'll agree with me that Satan has made sin look pleasant. He's made it to glitter. He painted it with fair colors. That's right, until Eve's eyes begin to lust after what she thought was delicious fruit. Just like our folks today, our men and women today, everything they lust after, everything that's flashy and shiny, they don't look for the solid, uh, anything solid. No, no, man gets married and stays married for a year or two and some other little, uh, little, a short-skirted woman comes along, gets in his eye, he's gone. Listen, he bails out, leaves those kids, maybe a child or two there, and no, no support. I, I tell you, my friend, I know it's not our subject today, but hell is not going to be hot enough for a man to go off and abandon his children, neither for a woman who will go off, run off, and leave her, leave her husband and a couple of children and off on a, a, a drinking and smoking and sex rampage. And that's what's happening all over this world. I know it, my friend. I know exactly what I'm talking about. I've been out there. I've seen it. But listen, listen, Satan makes uh, her mouth, he made her mouth begin to water. 
That's right. That's what he does to our folks here. This is Satan's age-long, that's right, all his age-long habit through the lust of the eyes. He will cause folks to desire the thing that God prohibits. Now, that's right. That's right. God prohibits. God condemns. And he does it under the guise that God, God is not just to withhold those things from man. Then we see man go whoring after the riches of this world. Gold and silver gets in their eyes. They sacrifice everything in the world to that end, not knowing that the riches are deceitful. And you get it today and lose it tomorrow. Lose your soul with it. We got a letter from a man just a few days ago from a prisoner here in South Louisiana, and he went on to say that he was 50-some years old, had everything, a car, two cars, and a boat, and a house, and a wife, and children, and the money in the bank, and he said, now I have nothing. I'm incarcerated here, and no doubt it was because of either gambling or drinking. He didn't say, but he went on to say that he'd hit the bottom, and that's what happens, my friend. When sin, when sin abounds, Listen, when sin abounds, that's what happened. Oh, I know. And then in another place, we see a tree to be desired to make one wise. Here, Satan appealed to her pride. Ah, she said. Listen, he said, God is withholding from you. You'll not die, but you'll be as God's, knowing good and evil. You'll be wise as God, not knowing that the wisdom of this world is the fool is foolishness with God. God, looking over fallen humanity who sought after wisdom in their rebellion against God, said, Where is the wise? Where is the scribe? Where is the disputer of this world? Hath not God made the foolish uh, the wisdom of this world, made foolish the wisdom of the world? When once man went away from God, rebelled against God, made by his wisdom, man by his wisdom, has never come to know God. Brother, now that's, that's, this is some wisdom which you and I, which you have, by which you cannot find God. You can have all the wisdom of the world, all the wealth of the world. Man is so steeped in sin and rebellion. His soul is darkened. His mind is blinded. And the lights have gone out in his mind, and that's right. His understanding is dark, and he can't find his way. Only, only by revelation of God is any man ever brought to know the Lord. God has to reveal himself to the heart of man. Now, my friend, that's, where we, that's what we preach here at the old radio mission, at the old Trailblazer broadcast. We preach God's word that man is blinded by nature. He is. His heart is darkened. His eyes have been put out on the road to hell. He cannot see. He doesn't see his own sin. He doesn't see his own uh, sinfulness, his blasphemy against God. He doesn't see that Satan has him bound. He doesn't see those things. And, and one day, one day, I was there. One day the Lord shined the light of the glorious gospel into my heart through his word, through the preaching of the gospel, and he let the light shine in there. That darkness was there. That sin was there. That degradation was there. All that old filth, it was like an old musty uh, cellar that's been shut up for years. All the blinds had been pulled and the cobweb. That's what my heart was. It was dark, and that's what yours is today. You tell me, oh, preacher, don't call me a sinner. Well, I don't call you a sinner. The Bible says uh, the soul that sinneth, it shall die. Did you know your soul's going to die one day? And it says, after, after that, the judgment. Are you prepared to meet thy maker? Are you? We see those billboards on the highway once in a while. I think they're great. Are you prepared to meet God? Let me ask you that this morning. 
this early morning hour there while you're up making biscuits and cooking breakfast and getting ready to go to work, out there on your job maybe, going to work, maybe there in the airplane or the train or the boat somewhere, are you prepared to meet the Lord? If, if this would be your last message, are you ready to go out into eternity? Do you know where your soul would wake up if you go out into eternity today? How many do I know who have left home in the morning to go to work and never make it? Left work in the evening to come home, never made it. No. Many of them I've known who, me and I've known to go fishing and never make it back. The boat turned over and drowned out in the lake somewhere. What about you, my friend? Oh, you say, well, you're just trying to frighten me. I wish I could frighten you. You're just trying to make me angry. I wish I could. I wish I could make you so mad you'd turn to the Lord. I wish you'd get so mad that you'd chomp ten penny nails. Listen, my friend, did you know you could sit and do nothing and go to hell? The Bible says to strive to enter in. There's a striving to come to know the Lord. Satan has you bound. Would you ask the Lord to break the chains of Satan? He's the only one can break them. I can't break them. You can't break them. But the Lord can. Ask the Lord, sinner. Break the bands asunder. Break those bands asunder. He said, I'll, I'll bring the blind by a way they know not. That's one of the most gracious promises in God's word. He said, I'll bring the blind by a way that they know not. That's me and you, my friend. That's you and me. We are blinded by nature. We come into this world, come from the womb, blinded. Oh, yes, yes. You don't see a child grow up to be a saint. No. He grows up to be a heathen if, you don't, uh, if he never comes to know the Lord. You don't have to teach a child to sin. You don't have to teach them to be ugly. No, they come into this world depraved with an old depraved heart under the influence of Satan. Now, that's right, my friend. We're, this is a serious thing we're talking about. Did you know that? Oh, I wish I had more time. This is the old trailblazer coming to a close this morning. And would you write us and let us know that uh, you're listening? Remember, our mailing address is Radio Missions. Post Office Box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. Goodbye and God bless you. Pastor Pendarvis invites you to listen to the Radio Missions Internet radio station that presents the old Trailblazer broadcast, Voice of Truth broadcast, weekly sermons, and music 24 hours a day. For information and a link to listen, visit our website at radiomissions.org. That's radiomissions.org. And be sure to join us again each Monday through Friday on this station for the old Trailblazer broadcast with Pastor Albert Pendarvis. 